this time. That's an hour different. So if you'll turn in your Bibles with me to the book of Psalms, we'd like to say that we're again very grateful to be here, and uh, we're thankful to be with this church. We offer you our congratulations for another year of labors and work in God. I know it's not all been good and easy, but I know you're here. And our admiration and appreciation to your pastor and his good wife and family are more than words can tell. We've known them, as he's already said, a number of years. Ever since I met him, I've always esteemed him very, very highly. His ministry has always been a goal in my life to reach. His good spirit, his good attitude, the great work he's doing here at Liberty. We appreciate Brother Sister Wade. I believe the visitation of these ministers and this good crowd speaks that. Amen to them. Aren't they wonderful people? Before I read my text tonight, I think we ought to give the ways a big hand. chapter, if you will, please. The book of Psalms. I feel very small. The grace is open tonight. But I thank you for the privilege and the opportunity, too. Amen. I've got a, I've got a watch up here to uh, keep an eye on. I borrowed it from Brother LVR. And uh, it almost took two of us to carry it up here. But I'm just it up. I can see with or without my glasses. Amen. 45th chapter of the book of Psalms. I'd like to read the entire chapter if you'll bear with me. My heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made touching the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Thou art fairer than the children of men. Grace is poured into thy lips. Therefore God hath blessed thee forever. Gird thy sword upon thy thigh, O most mighty, with thy glory and thy majesty. And in thy majesty write prosperously because of truth and meekness and righteousness. And thy right hand shall teach thee terrible things. Thine arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies, whereby the people fall under thee. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of the, thy kingdom is a right scepter. Thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness. Therefore God thy God hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. All thy garments shall smell of myrrh and aloes and kisia out of the ivory palaces whereby they have made thee glad. King's daughters were among thy honorable women. Upon thy right hand stand the queen in gold of offer. Hearken, O daughter, and consider. Incline thine ear, forget also thine own people and thy father's house. So shall the king greatly desire thy beauty, for he is thy Lord, and worship thou him. And the daughter of Tyrus shall be there with a gift. Even the rich of the people shall entreat thy favor. The king's daughter is all glorious within. Her clothing is wrought with gold. She shall be brought into the king in raiment of needlework. The virgins, her companions, 
that follow her shall be brought unto thee. With gladness and rejoicing shall they be brought. They shall enter the king's palace. Instead of thy fathers shall be thy children. And thou mayest make princes in all the earth. I make thy name to be remembered. I will make thy name to be remembered in all generations. Therefore shall the people praise thee forever and ever. And just a short portion of the second book of Acts, the 37th verse. And when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Forty-first verse, Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day there were added unto them about three thousand souls. And let the church say, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I'd like to use for just a few moments of your time tonight, text I suppose could be titled this, So You Want to Be a Queen. Amen. So you want to be a queen. I uh, read the whole 45th chapter of the book of Psalms to you tonight because in my heading of this Psalms in the reference of my Bible it says Majesty and Grace, Christ's Kingdom. And it is a song, it says here, written by the musicians of Sochanum, the sons of Korah, Meshel, a song of love. Amen. Amen. A song of love. We have the great honor and privilege a week ago to have in our church, and I pray that Brother Alvear will allow me one more time to pick on him just a little and use him in reference. Sure. Just one time. And uh, we had such a great time with Brother Sister Alviar, we feel it was such a privilege to have them in our church, and I don't know as I have ever enjoyed anybody as much as we enjoyed them. Uh, his misery was an inspiration to the church family. It was a turning point to the uh, lives of many people that are in our church. And uh, while they were there, we were very busy as we have been for the last two weeks or so with our church. Seems like we've had a, an excessive amount of sickness and, and hospital work and so to do. Really not our people, but their people and their family members. And so we didn't get a lot of time to spend together in the way of just good fellowship. But on occasions we'd go somewhere together, spend a little time in fellowship together, set up a few nights late together in fellowship, and uh, we enjoyed it immensely. While, uh, while they were there at the end of the revival, they stayed over a night or two and relaxed and enjoyed uh, a little time or just getting you know, away from our church. Uh, I've been gone late and come in, and I went over and knocked on their trailer door, and uh, they invited me in, and we sat and talked for an hour or so. We was fixing to leave, or I was fixing to leave to go to the house. It was getting late. It was after midnight. And one little conversation led to another. And uh, they began to relate to the time that they got married. And uh, I don't know, maybe they needed a little reminiscing at that point. I don't know what it was, but at least that came up. 
And uh, so, in their conversation, I'm telling about their marriage, and uh, Sister Alviar, if I embarrass you, you just, you just, <laughs> uh, in the reminiscing of all of them, they were telling how they had met, and, uh, and all of this that led up to their marriage, it was so sweet, and I enjoyed sitting listening to it, and, and uh, they were throbbing away at their hearts telling it, and so it was just all lots of fun. <laughs> And uh, so I asked that question. I asked that question that you just asked. Do you have your wedding pictures with you? Oh, yes. <laughs> and might I see them? And they broke them out. And uh, they didn't have the wedding pictures. They had the history of the world. <laughs> great, big, beautiful album and all chock full of lovely pictures. Uh, and I said, page at a time, turning them, and I was oohing and on and bragging and telling them how pretty they was. So, but you know, as I went through the book, each picture, one after another, and uh, I, uh, I, I meditated this. I come to preach this message, and uh, I felt like they'd be here, so here it is. And uh, so this is a good time just to really embarrass them. Good. And, uh, but as I was going from page to page through it, uh, they were such a, they're a beautiful couple. You can all say amen to that. It looked like God just dipped down into the world with both hands and picked up a little here and there and put it together and made it one. It looks so good together. And, uh, they're just nice people. He's very timid and, and, uh, but, uh, just a nice looking, handsome young man and, and uh, Praise the Lord. All right, just hang in there. When I get <laughs> Hallelujah. And uh, Sister Alvear has a, a name that goes along with her personality. It's very pleasant and sweet. Her name is Candy. And uh, if, I, if I just play on this a little while, y'all forgive me. All right. But you'll enjoy this. Everybody likes these. Uh, these letter-rated things, you know, and and uh, we, we just call this M-rated marriage or something. I don't know. <laughs> as, I, as I turned from page to page, every now and then I glanced up and there was a picture of her, you know, with her mother, or here was a picture of him with his, uh, uh, his, um, uh, what do you call it, um, Best man and all the trimmings, you know, and all. And this is my brother, this is my wife's brothers, and this is my best friend, and all of that. And you can see them in and out. They kind of cut their eye at each other, you know, and look and see my response. And turning from page to page. Now, y'all, their trailer's right out back. She has the folder tonight. Just line up and look at it. You don't know who Sister Alviar is. I could have her stand. You don't know her. You know, that would just leave that out. But, nevertheless, uh, as they were going through that, I thought about everybody loves, everybody likes romance. Amen. Everybody likes romance. And to me, uh, turning through their pictures and enjoying their picture folio, uh, it just kind of took you back a little bit, you know. It took me back the time I got married. And all that kind of good, tacky stuff, you know. And, uh, 
and our arms thumbing through it. There was those special poses, you know, those uh, double poses and those all those sweet things that goes along. You know what I'm talking about. Everybody likes romance. So here we find in the book of uh, of Psalms, the forty-fifth chapter, a song of love. Uh, a song of romance. I, I told my wife, I said, I don't know what in the world anybody's ever want to read any of those Grace Livington Hill books and and, uh, and, and all that sort of thing, and Loring and all that. And she said, well, honey, read one. And I started reading one. They got so tacky and gluey and gobbly. I threw it away. I couldn't read that. That's too much. You can't handle all that business. Because all, all that. It always ends. They live happily ever after in the Lord, you know. And you know good well that ain't true. My wife and I scrap every now and then. Praise the Lord. But uh, you know, love. Everybody likes romance and love all of this stuff. And uh, so the next that evening when I went home from the trade, I went in and I said, Honey, I said, if you ever seen a prince and a princess storybook, you've got to see the Alviar's wedding pictures. Everything in the pictures are beautiful. Even Marty Ballestero was beautiful. Everybody in the book is beautiful. Don't leave, brother. I'll take care of this. I'll play the blood or something. Everybody was beautiful. Thank God. Let me think who else was in the picture. Anybody else in the picture? in the pictures. I remember that. She looks so nice. Your husband can take care of that after a while. Everybody looks so pretty and everybody looks so so nice and, and, and generally just right. And did you know that the decade's greatest extravaganza of our time has been built around the big, beautiful, prompt and glory of a wedding in England. Now, more has been said about it. They're making yeah. cartoons about it. They're telling stories about it. Everybody's anticipating a junior or a little missus just any time. In Princess Dyer, amen, and Prince Charles. And we like this thing. Some of you ladies right here, you read the black off the newspapers. You went out and bought a live magazine to get all the pictures of Lady Di. You wanted to see it all. And anything that comes that look Jacqueline has fell into the background. Miss Onessa's don't hold anything. She's out of it now. Di is running off. And uh, she's got the queen upset and half a bottle of it turned up on his head. Wonder what she's going to say or do next. Both photographers are chasing her all over the country. Leasing million dollar love yachts to chase her down. They get one picture of her in a bikini bathing suit five months along the way. No one even knows the amount of money that was spent on the wedding. The beautiful dress and all that went with it. The coaches. 
the honor guards, all the beauty and the prompt that goes into that. Did you know my children were three and four years old until they were stopping me at the, at the mall in front of the bridal shop? Daddy, look! Wedding dresses! I said, shut up! Hallelujah! It's too early for all that kind of stuff. But you know, there's something about lady folks. They like a wedding. Amen! They like a wedding. Somebody said one time the reason mother-in-laws get in the way of weddings is because they're reliving theirs and wish they could. Hallelujah! I don't know how much truth there is in that, but Solomon come along and wrote the book of Psalms, or the Song of Solomon, and spent his time telling how beautiful his beloved was, and embracing all the beauties and the tenderness, amen, of every inch of her anatomy, and if Shakespeare had said it, it had been art, amen, if Michelangelo had sculptured it, it would have been something to put in the park, Put in a museum. But Solomon says that we get it in bad taste. But do you know what Solomon was talking about? He was talking about the church of the living God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You, you know now, amen, you've got a pastor that's of the tribe of Judah. He likes the tribe of praises. Amen. If God ever allows me to stand for anything, I like to stand in appreciation to the greatest institution God has ever ordained upon the face of the earth. If there's anything that God loves more than He loves anything else, He loves His church. He brother spent ten split seconds. Amen with his church and fellowship. That he went over the Milky Ways. Hallelujah in the galaxies he's ever spun in this place. He brother spent one afternoon in the cool of the garden. Hallelujah. I like to put them together. I've married them in my office. 
have married him in my home, have married him in my church. Glory to God, I'd just like to marry him. If they're in love and they ain't got another marriage somewhere in the background, Glory to God. They're living for God and planning on staying on living for God. Going to heaven and making it a, a, a relationship that lasts. I like marrying. There's nothing like a twinkle and sparkle in a girl's eyes knowing she's going to get that boy. Hallelujah. And ain't nothing in the world like seeing another man in the situation I am. Amen, amen, amen. I like that. And I don't like weddings. I love well, praise the Lord. I think they're beautiful. I like the cakes. I like the punch. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Straight. Amen. Nothing in it but punch. Amen. No punch in the punch. Glory to God. I like the excitement. I like the preparation. I like the wedding dress. Don't you like it? Every one of you ladies like it. You like to get with somebody else and talk about their wedding. Don't you do it? You like to get with them and share all their ideas. Something old and something new. Something borrowed and something blue. You like every bit of that, don't you? Now I look down here in my Bible and I've seen what he said. He began to talk about that church. And he said, the king's daughters among thy honorable women and upon thy right hand did stand the queen in gold of offer. Now I found this reference in the Bible to me that this queen stood, amen, decorated with the deity of her Christ. And when I saw all these scriptures, I said to myself, if there's anything this picture wants to be, if there's anything this soul wants to be, I'd like to be a queen. Glory to God. I'd like to make it to the streets of glory. And walk down those streets. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the wedding supper of the Lamb. I want to be there, folks. Hallelujah. You bear with me just a little bit. I feel my Holy Ghost burning. Glory to God. I look down here and I begin to see some things. In the 16th chapter, listen to it, then I'm going to go on. But the 16th chapter of the book of Ezekiel, he said, I washed thee with water. Yeah, I thoroughly washed away thy blood from thee. And I anointed thee with oil. I clothed thee also with garden work. And shot thee with beds of skins. And girded thee about with fine linen and covered thee with silk. Let me stop before read any farther. He begins to describe the wedding dress of his church. He begins to describe it. Did you know, folks, and I pray God I didn't come to men or to insult or to offend. But I'm going to stand tonight. And I know it don't need my defense. It doesn't need my protection on it. I don't stand as a sentry over the gospel of Jesus Christ. He can stand if I don't stand. But I like the privilege of being on the right side of this thing. Everything that says it's going to be a queen, everything that says it's in the church, it's not in the church, my friend. And if you'll let me tonight, I'm going to preach about that. So you want to be 
a queen. If you're going to be his bride, it's going to be something special, friend. He's not going about looking for that run-of-the-mill average. Amen. Swelt in, swelt out, church. But he's looking for a church without a spot, without a blemish, or any such. Yes, there is. We're coming to a charismatic spirit. 
for sake of time, I won't spend too much time on it. But I'd like to take three people tonight. I'd like to start out with a story in the Bible. And a man was named Abraham. And he called his servant, his chief servant, to him. And he said, I want you to put your hand upon my thigh. And I want you to make a covenant with me. I want you to go into a land that's where I came from. And I want you to get a bride for my son Isaac. Praise the Lord. You bear with me tonight. I want to talk about so you want to be a queen. Go get me a bride. And I want her to be the right kind of girl. And he said, now, master, if I go to her, and I bid her to come, and she'd be not willing to come, what shall I do then? He said, if you've done these things and she's not willing to come, then you're not up to cheating in any other way. You just go off and leave her. If somebody don't want to be saved, don't worry about them not being saved. Hallelujah. Some of my mommies and daddies in my church make me feel like I'm not even a preacher because their sons are backslidden. They need haircuts and smoking dope. Let me tell you something. When the church doors are open and the lights are burning, that's what God told us to do. Leave them a place. And if they want it, let them come and get it. down, stop down, mad at me. But Jesus Christ said, occupy till I come. Hallelujah. You know what that word occupy means? It means this to take hold of and possess that was made by Caesar. Amen. In other words, if you seized it or if you got it, then just step back and hold on to it. Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell you folks, sometimes in your community, everybody's got the big meeting going on. they got the big revival going they got the big program and they try to make you feel like you don't have nothing going on but if you're holding on Tell you what the man said. And I thought about Father Abraham. 
doing anything, not going any place. Amen. He said, I'm going to tell you what, when you find a queen, make sure that girl's willing. Hallelujah to God. Make sure she's willing. If you want to be a queen, you better be willing to go through the trial. You better be willing to listen to a preacher. You better be willing to go through the dry place. You gotta be willing. So you want to be a queen. You've got to be willing to leave your mama. You've got to be willing to leave your daddy. You've got to be willing to forsake the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You've got to be willing if you're going to go. Hallelujah. When you got on there in that land looking for somebody willing, you're going to be a queen, friend. I'll tell you one thing. I'm tired of long, sobbing, snotty nose on her cops. Praise the Lord. Hello, whatever I can spook in, scare in. Hallelujah. You can get to tell stories about red lights are blinking and steel are crashing and windshields are crashing. That's right. But I'm going to tell you what. The next bubble and the next screech will have them right there. I'm going to tell you this, and if this hurts, it hurts. I've evangelized for 14 years. That's long enough on the field to figure out some real bad, nasty stories. Amen. That gives you enough sense to know the heartbeat of the people you're preaching to. Hallelujah. I've pastored just long enough that I know if you bring them, I can get them. But I'm going to tell you something. Every one I get, the devil gets back. But every one that says I need it, and I want it, and I'm coming to get it, the devil couldn't steal it. The devil couldn't get it. Uncle Donnie to church. 26 years old. Hallelujah. Got up there and preached. Sure we can turn it back. We can do it. Cracked the old screws down on him. Had him trembling in his seat. Come to the altar. Pray a while. Hallelujah. Donnie, you know what you need to do, son? I'm going to tell you what. I had Mama on my back. And Annie on my back. And Daddy on my back. Get him saved. Get him saved. Get him saved. Got him up. Got him in the water and baptized him. I got a G-John and Juju out of him. That's all we got. He ain't been back since. That's right. But ever Sunday morning, I move on skip, keep, every Sunday morning, tie it down on him, back it off, I can see conviction getting on him, I ignore him, I didn't act like I wanted to save him, when he shake my hand, I breeze past him, hallelujah to God, catch me next Sunday, I'm too busy right now, after six weeks, he busted in the office, my God, brother, I gotta get saved, I'm going to hell, baptize him in Jesus' name, God damn it, the Holy Ghost make a good spell. Come on now. Baptize a chunk of rebellious folk. Know that? Sure we have. So you want to be a queen. When he got down there and found her, he said, God, he said, if you'll just send somebody by, hey, he might well give me a drink of water and water my camels. So it's a little lazy, if you please. Glory, 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 glory. 
She wasn't so dead lazy she couldn't get up and do something. Hallelujah. Did you know? Did you know that 90% of all the sales made in the United States of America are made? Are you hearing what I'm saying? By 15% of all the salesmen in the U.S. You know what's wrong with the church today? A whole bunch of lazy folks.
And most of my pastors has been for folks who didn't do no good for me. That's right. Hallelujah. The only person that done any good was me. That's right. Hallelujah. Just humble my spirit down and keep me from bustling and cussing and rustling. Amen. Let me down on my face a little bit. Oh, let me tell you something, folks. The best thing that you can do to be in this church is to throw your shoulders back. Hallelujah. Put it to the wheel and say, Pastor, tell me what you want me to do. Put the burden on my life. I'll pull water for you. I'll pull water for your camels. I'll take care of the situation. I'm willing. I'm willing. Oh, and Ryan says that if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Hallelujah. But if you refuse and rebel, the sword, amen, shall devour you. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken here. You want to be a queen. I have never seen the likes of folks that sit on pews. Amen. Lady folks that wants to be. Amen. Preacher's wife. I'm not talking about wanting to take the preacher away from his wife. I'm talking about they'd like to be preacher's wife. Oh, it's so glorious to have all them shoes and dresses. Hallelujah. And ride around with the preacher all the time. And dishwashers and all that good stuff. And never do anything. Bless your heart. There's a whole bunch of lady folks around here that would like for you to give it about six months' trial. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. That's pretty good. They couldn't take it. Don't you want to be a queen? She had to be willing. She had to be willing. She had to be willing. Get ready for the punchline, it's coming. Hallelujah, you said to be serious. Said to be hard work. But first and foremost, amen, even with all of these, she had to trust that servant. She had to trust that preacher. She had to trust that man of God. She never seen the sun. She never saw the king. She didn't know that he really lived. But she had to trust that preacher. More than anything. I give my life. I give my hand. I give my confidence into his hand. I'm afraid to trust him too much. You know, JJ. Amen. Jim Jones, you know. He'll have us all down somewhere in South America. Amen. In a little old village. Having us drinking Kool-Aid. Praise God. You'd be surprised at times I thought about stirring up batches for folks. My God. Hallelujah. Oh, you got to watch out for that preacher. Because me, I use lemonade. It tastes better. I like it. Yeah. Gotta watch him. You gotta watch him. Let me see. We'll have to sit down and look in the book and see if he's in the book or not. Hallelujah. God didn't tell you to look in the book. The speaker was in the book. Amen. God told you to trust him. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He told you to trust him. It don't take you but about 10 months past in a church to find out you're a homosexual, amen, some kind of a screwball, a split personality, a won't 
preacher, a line of beef. Amen. And your wife didn't even come on, folks. You know what you need to learn to do? Have trust and confidence and a man of God. be a queen. I've almost come to the place of doing what the EUB church used to do. They'd make you come in, give credit references, they checked out your financial status. That's right. You made an application to come in the church. Took them six weeks to interview. After you come in, you was allowed three services to miss with permission. If you miss more than that, you was out of fellowship. I've almost come to that. Hallelujah to God. Look at the people that's willing and obedient. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about subject to just me, but the Spirit of God. Come on, let us stand clean. Come on. Oh! 
this is nice. Sometimes that's like I got good sense. And then Sunday or later comes along. And I thought they got any sense. But did you ever stop to think that a preacher might be acting just like God feels? Hallelujah. He might be responding because God feels that way. Imagine if God was preaching, sometimes he'd throw the pews and everything. Yeah. Amen. All right. So you want to be a queen. Yeah. The church was bitter. Church just lost 45 saints. Yeah. Hey, Aints. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> I would too, brother. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yeah. I told the brother the other day, I said, things keep going this good, I'm going to be able to afford another split. Yeah. My Lord. Yeah. people in the church my age. Yeah. Ain't nobody around to fellowship with. Yeah. And the preacher won't let us go over to that loose church. Yeah. And the rock's rock. Yeah. They go down to the penny arcade yeah. and play the boo 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 machines. Yeah. I don't know why we can't do it. Yeah. I don't know why we don't get t-shirts and all the yeah. that look if they want to come take my church. But I knew if I'd call them under that circumstance, they'd laugh at me. Who'd want it if I didn't want it? Amen. But you stick to it through the bitter. You stick to it through the pleasure. Yes, you do. But you know what Arthur said? Hey, she was in the church. She was a daughter in law. Arthur said, I'm going back. I'm going to go back. I'm not staying here. I'll just get me a church that looks right and feels right. And they always say, would you, if I could have a child, would you be willing to wait on it? Huh? If I told you Jesus wasn't going to come for another ten years, would you be willing to wait on it? Hallelujah. Somebody said Ruth was just going to be royal. Dedicated to Naomi. Friend, I believe she's going to wait for her to have another young. Hallelujah to God. Yes, sorry. She's just going to wait it out. And wait it out. And wait it out. And wait it out. And I'll tell you what I'm doing right now. I'm just waiting it out. And waiting it out. And waiting it out. Well, these days there's going to be a sound from heaven. There's going to be a church that's going to be the husband. Yes, there is one. Why don't you go on back, Ruth? Well, it feels sometimes. But you know what she said. I, I ain't going back. I don't expect me to go back. I'm going with you. You're your people go back. Hallelujah. I'd like to be in that church, but there's some preachers, Brother Wade, you fellowship that I don't like. Well, if you don't like them, Brother Wade likes them, then you don't have to like them. That's right. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
There's an evangelist I used to say, Oh, pick it up, man. Come on, pick it up, man. Pick it up, man. Pick it up. It ain't that bad. Come on, pick it up, that bad. Hey, I pastored for one year and found out it was worse than that. <laughs> huh? Don't take long. Huh? You'll stick your head in a corner of your bedroom and wonder if you've got a brain or not. Hallelujah! You'll find your sinus burn. Your insides ache. Yes, you will. But Ruth said, I'm going with you. Four hours of flicking. 
I want to stop. Naomi said, I've got some instruction for you. Just go up there, get close to his feet. Ham and your dear queen, hang around the feet of the Lord. <laughs> hang around the altar of the church. Hang around the prayer room. I got a great big old robust man, looks like a wrestler. Looks like he can play, looks like he can play fullback. Amen for the Rams. Big stout on him, okay? He got a little old nephew of his. Amen, Miss Danny, I was telling you about. He got a hold of that boy. Let me tell you, you can pick him up and put him in his hip pocket, little old skinny 16 year old boy. Had to baptize him, he got the Holy Ghost. Amen, Brother Gene, what preacher? Amen, Danny said, Yes, sir, I see him. He said, He's a preacher. He said, Anything he says to do, do it. He said, Stand on your head, stand on your head. He says, Run, run. He said, Don't waste your time coming to me. Asking me other things. That's what you got this preacher for. He said, Brother Daddy, if you want to use a board on him, help yourself. Make a sign out of him. But you know what I do? I never have to look out the corner of my eye to, eye to see how Uncle King's taking it. He's got his arm full of lead on him, Doc. Hallelujah. <laughs> Ruth stayed right there at the feet. Hey, man, Jesus. Right there at the feet of the boy. Hallelujah, God. And it wasn't long that he woke up, spread his skirt over her. You want to be a queen? Hallelujah. Have a relationship with God. Get close to God. You can't stand around a pinball machine and a pool table and a television set. You can't hang around a crowd that can't down a preacher. You can't hang around a crowd that hates your church. You don't need their influence in your life. If they can't talk good about Liberty Apostolic Church, you don't need them in your life. No, 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 no. If they talk against the preachers, the preachers against Columbus, you don't need their friendship in your life. I'm not here to line up nobody's saints, but I'm telling you, if you want to be a queen, there's some things it takes to be a queen. Hallelujah. You're going to be willing. You're going to be willing. You gotta trust the servant of God. You gotta get the feet of the church. Old Boaz went down there in the gate and got him ten witnesses together and got the next kid. Oh Lord Jesus. When I done with this, y'all gonna feel bad. Told you it gets rougher as we go. We ain't got the Esther. He sat down there in the gate. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He said, uh, Naomi has come back. She calls herself bitter. She's got some land. So somebody needs to claim it. Your personal life. 
You don't want it? Let me know. I'm next in line. He said, I'll take it. Hey, Amen. I want the healing, the blessings, the land, the position, the office. I want all of that. He said, and then in the hour where you take that, you have to take Ruth the Moabitess. He said, unless I mar my marriage. Well, he said, then if you don't want it, he said, there's a law according to Moses. So you want to be a queen. He went out there, got the queen by the hand. It's according to the law of Moses. He says to Ruth, he says, Ruth, Amen. You say, where's this, where's this in the Bible? I'm going to tell you like I told a fellow the other night. After I got done preaching, he come up to me, jumped on to me. He said, where is that in the Bible? I said, well, I'm just putting things together. Well, you know, <laughs> he said, give me chapter and verse. I said, first supposition three and four. Prophesy the prophet done again. Ruth, he don't want you. He's turned you down. Ruth just got down on her knees, pulled his shoes off, amen, set his shoes aside, hopped up a big oyster, whoo, spit in his face, and said, who's next? <laughs> Praise the Lord. You don't believe it's in the book? It's in the book. I'm sure. Said she to take his shoes off. Head and cast him aside. And spit his face. And from that day forth, his house shall be known as he for the house who has loose shoes. Amen, amen, amen. Did it say it, folks? Did it say it? And Samuel yourself strapped up just a little bit. Amen. Yeah. Hey, tell that mom and law. Amen. Yeah. Hey, that backslidden sister. An impression on me about spit. I spit on Billy when I was about eight years old, my old brother. He told mom, she used a half a bar of life boy soap in my mouth. I couldn't spit for an hour for blowing bubbles. Huh? Hey, man. When I thought everybody forgot it, Ooh, I got him again. My little rat toe on me. She wants my mouth out again with life bar herself. She doesn't have the bar. And I went out the door and when I went by him, my mom saw me and she brought me back in. She grabbed a hold of me and stood me up. Got Billy and stood me up, put up face to face, and she said, Kiss him in the mouth. Let's go, Mom. 
She said, kiss him in the mouth. I said, no, Mom. Don't make me kiss him in the mouth. His teeth were green. Any time when you hate him. Any time when you're mad. Nobody wants to kiss their kid brother when they hate him. I need a box of doves and three cartons of cheer first, please, Mom. <laughs> Just call me Suds and let me pass. I don't want it. You know what I'm saying? She made me kiss him, and to this day, I'm 40 years old, and I ain't spit on him again. But I'm going to tell you, I'm starting to learn how to spit again. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you something. They both took the choices of who you are. They took the very king of kings and clothed him in the streaming salivas of their spit. They maltreated him. They hated him. They abused him. And Jesus Christ said, if they done this to me, they're going to do it to you. Jewish 
in the land of Gentile idolatry. Oh, I'm going to close. I've been fooled. Oh, God. But the Bible said she required nothing. Amen. Except that Hagar, the chamber. She made this favor. I'm going to be what God wants me to be. I'm going to be what God wants me to be in the kingdom. If I perish, I perish. If nobody likes it, I don't care. If I lose my friends, I lose my friends. If I perish, I perish. In the very next chapter, in the first two verses of the fifth chapter, the Bible said she put on royal apparel. She dressed in holiness. She dressed in godliness. And it cost the girls to wear two lots. Come on now. Come on now. Sleeveless clothes. All right. Esther didn't require anything but just the holiness of God. So you want to be a queen. I'm trying to call. So, so you want to be a queen. You want to marry old Prince Charlie. Hallelujah. You polished up your little grass. Hallelujah. You're waiting for Prince Charming to come drifting through the beautiful woods. Amen. And the daffodils and the daisies and the, and the lilacs. Amen. And the violets. To place his warm lips against your cold, sleeping soul. The holiness. There is a spirit that if possible would steal all of your chances from being a part of the church of the living God. I've never seen such a spirit. Nothing like romance. God instituted romance. There ain't nothing wrong with kissing one decent normal. I like kissing. Huh? Yeah. I stayed on them pictures a while. Did you hear that man tell that story about the first kiss he got? So huh? he never would forget it. The first kiss he got from his girlfriend. He said, I was only. I was 16. She was pink. He said, I closed my eyes. My lips touched her lips. And he said, a chill run down my back like I've never had in my life. He said, I opened up my eyes and looked at her and I realized her ice cream cone was dripping down my back. and purity. But do you remember that first time the Spirit kissed you? Do you remember the first time the Holy Ghost touched your heart and the chills run in your body? Do you remember the first time it happened? You were swearing to God where thou goest and where thou watchest. Remember how great the preacher was. Remember how 
Oh, God help us tonight. So you want to be a queen. So you want to be a queen. Put on royal apparel. Shall we stand? Put on royal apparel. It might be the king will tempt his sister boy. And they were pricked in their hearts and said, what must we do? We want to be a queen. And the Bible said, and they received his word gladly. What had they done? They had repented and been baptized. Here's me. Rejoice in the power and the glory of the Holy Ghost. So you want to be a queen. And so, when all was said and done, and you when you was willing to perish for it. Where are the loyal people of Ruth? Where are the dedicated people that die like Esther said, I die? Where are the old bruised cheeks of old sisters that come to church when the old man wouldn't come to church? Ooh. We have them today. If he says no, they stay home. That's right. Hallelujah. We got teenagers today that everything in the world fluctuates their spirit with God. Oh, if you're ever going to be one of those children that embraces the kingly kingdom of eternity, you're going to learn to say, If I perish, I perish. I die, I die. If it costs everything, it costs everything. I've got to be a queen. I mean, this building would raise your hands with me tonight and say, God, I want to be one of those children that steps into that throne room. Oh, God. Oh, God. I want to be part of those children. I want to be part of those that walk the streets of glory. Let me be one of those queenly ones. Let me be one of those ones arrayed in the fine women. Thus wast thou decked with gold and silver, and thy raiment was fine linen and silk and gold with wood. Thou didst eat flowers, and so thou renowned went forth among the heathen for thy beauty, for it was perfect to thy my comeliness, which I put on thee, saith the Lord. There's nothing as pretty as a church. There's nothing so beautiful as a church. There's nothing out there as pretty as a church. As far as one, there's nothing as beautiful preacher, pastor, there's nothing as beautiful as a church and pastor. When it turns from pleasantness to bitterness, somewhere down close by, the bleedings and the painless, loyalty, consistency. Amen. There's joy in the world. God bless you. Yes, sir.